I'm just thinking about it. So if you buy caramel corn here. Yes. And then get a bag of Cheetos. Oh, And yes. mix them together. That is puffed corn. And then if you want to do a Norman on it. Yes. Mixing some of those soft dinamits oh. into that oh. mixture too. Well, we should try because that. Because you think of the flavor combination of the mint cleaning out the sweetness and the cheesiness and then putting it all in your mouth and then like you're fighting, you know, sweet, cheesy, minty, ah, ah, ah. We need to get the butter mints. The yeah, little, the little soft yes, butter mints. Those, yes, yes. The okay. little dinner mints, the soft ones. Well, I See, have That's it. what Norman used to put into the planter's roasted peanuts oh, and mix them together. What a genius. And we used to say, like, how you, oh, that's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's how these things are born. Welcome to episode 54, Popcorn. Hello, Phil. <laughs> hey, Barbara. Oh, yeah, we could pop the living daylights out of this That's today. That's right. We are having a day today where the dog's moving around, phone calls are happening, we're yep. venting. We're getting those Amazon calls. Getting those, yeah, yes. Brenda just got one, I think, and uh, you know where you don't answer up and, well, we're going to, you know. <laughs> send We're going to ship this thing to you. Yeah, and charge your account $22,000. <laughs> but if you don't call us now and give us all your details. You know. Yes, we're going. Yes, that's it. Now I won't tell you Brendan's response because this is a family Was it show. good morning? No. Oh, two other words. It, yeah. yeah, two words. Yeah. And the last word is off. Mm-hmm. Okay. Also, let me give you a quick warning in case I um, <clears throat> have to clear my throat or cough a little bit. It's not the deadly runner. It's that I've got popcorn kernels because- yeah. <laughs> That's why I stood away from them. That's right. We've made popcorn today. I can't resist. So, Phil, microwave or stovetop? Uh, uh, package. <laughs> I, I can't be bothered making popcorn. I don't need it that much. Right. Okay. Uh, it's not that I don't like it. But that one time, the only one I li- I really like was that crunchy one we got in for oh, a while. Oh, that was so good. It was like half popped. Half popped, yeah. And it's like was a mistake. And they said, oh, this tastes pretty good. It was good. Mm. We ate. A bunch of those. Yeah, but I remember like, uh, you know, you have, you know, do you remember? Uh-huh. And you have like two little photographs here. One is an old style crank one. And I'm not that old to remember that one. Well, I'm offended because I have a whirly pop. That's a whirly that pop. That is a whirly oh, pop. Like a whirly bird. I'll tell you a story about that in a minute, but you continue, please. But I do remember the uh, uh, the little heat one. Yeah. So it's an air, so it's an yeah. air popper. That made healthy popcorn because it need no oil, but then you put the butter in the top and it melts it down on yeah, it. It had the yes. butter melter thing. Yes. Yes. Although it wasn't an, that is not the amount of butter my mother would put on it. You mm. need to fill it twice. But you know, when you go to the, uh, the theater, uh, yes. okay, and you get butter popcorn, that's not even butter. No. <laughs> butter uh, flavored oil or something. Do you know what Brendan used to do? Cause you know, he had the popcorn at home, you know, back in the States mm. and he saw them like they used to put like half of it in and then pump the butter yeah. substance. And the then another substance <laughs> is a good call for it. And then the, the top half and then put more on top. Yeah. So we would go to village in Southland, mm-hmm. like before it was redone and he would get, okay, right. I want you to get the popcorn and I want you to fill it halfway up and yeah. do, and they're like, Okay, uh, right. I don't. I bet they all did it. Yeah, and they probably all cursed them too. That's ex- well. Yes, I did witness that. So, so, see that guy over there? He's a real no. Yes, <laughs> yeah. I think the air conditioner dude and I had a similar conversation yesterday, but that's a well, different one. Yeah. Uh, so the whirly pop. Now that's the old crank time. So it looks like a pot with a lid and a wooden handle with a little crank that you twist. Mm-hmm. Now my friend Amy, that w- was here for years from Chicago originally, she had one. I think she got it as a wedding present, right? And then she moved back to the States for a little while, and she gave me the Whirly Pop to babysit. And then she moved. Oh. And then she moved back. I and mean, I was so happy she was back, but I was like, "I suppose you want the popcorn maker back." <laughs> okay. So then I bought myself one, mm-hmm. and um, one of the children incinerated it. You oldest one. <laughs> <laughs> so I bought another one. So I've got one in there, and it makes you two like teaspoons of oil you can put in there and a quarter cup of popcorn and you've got a nice bowl like go. this. It's sitting right in front of us. It is. And so those are, oh, and we will talk about it later, but it used to be so exciting when mom would get Jiffy Pop. 
Oh, yeah. That was the best. It was. Unfortunately, now here's the rant of the day. Okay, let's get, well, this is topical, so please. Yeah, we're not allowed to bring in Jiffy Pop or no. any other, or whatever backup because, again, I think we already said this. I did say this once Let's before, say it again, Phil. Because the government here thinks we're going to take their little kernels out and plant them into a plant and let it grow here, a corn, which is not even native of Australia. Yes. You know, so does anybody know out there in listening land of anybody who took a kernel out and tried to pop it from <laughs> old Rickenbacker or a Jiffy Pop? Because I would like to know. Yeah, because it's very frustrating because those are the things people want. That That is a whole bit of American ingenuity and right. fun stuff yeah, um, everybody remembers that a kid, you know, the Jiffy Pop and watching that thing like the dome come up and then burning your hand on it. Yes. Yeah. Now, we'll discuss a little bit more about that later when because it has yeah. its own topic. Mm. But, yeah, so uh, that's one of those things. Now, I will send this off to you to do a bit of housekeeping, Phil. We've got oh. a new word, too. A new word of the Because we're in a new month. Okay. The listener discount. <laughs> so look for that. Yeah, so it's and a purple logo. A purple logo. I like the queen. He's the royal. I never thought of that. That's okay. it. And uh, so there you can get our secret secret code. And this, because it's October. Yes. It's the World Serious time. Yes. Play ball. <laughs> <laughs> yes, two words, play and ball. Yep. Put those in there and you will get discounts on the listener discounts. Now. Yeah, that was Brendan's idea. He said, play ball. He was crying because you wanted to change it to heads up. Yeah. Well, I said heads up. He said, oh, I like that better. But, you know. Brendan's going to be sitting in my head. I really wanted to use yeah. it. And, and that then- commercial on TV now where they're saying that, heads up. But wait a minute. You're supposed to duck when you say <laughs> that, right? <laughs> <sighs> I used to play balls in um, Chevy Chase, the Christmas vacation, right at the end when that skyrockets are going off. Uh, and blowing oh, yeah. And Bethany. Play ball. Uh, yeah, because that was always at the end of the anthem. The umpire yelled out, play ball. That's yeah. it. Okay, so there you go. Now, please, if you guys are enjoying us, or even if you're not, give us a chance. Subscribe, share our podcast, which is Good Day You All, and you can send us notes and um, any sort of what did you say? Constructive criticism. Yeah. Do you love? And photographs of maybe some things that yeah. you've made. That'd be nice That's too. Right. Um, at podcast at usafoods.com. Because we like looking at food. We love looking at yeah. food. I think the only time we email each other involves pictures it's of food, food or recipes. Yeah. <laughs> Good thing I am. Suits as well. As long as I don't get my photographs mixed up. Yeah, don't. I don't want to. <laughs> right. So to- like Jane Curtin. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Right. We're moving on now. Okay, today's show? Yes. So, Brendan doesn't like the word history, so now we're going to say first. Ah, first. First. Breakfast, breakfast and the depression. We are, and we talked about that. Yeah. It's, it's, it's the suppression depression that we're in right now. <laughs> it's the new 20s. So, it's not a, f- a fiscal depression. No. We're in a mental depression. That's it. That is exactly right. A mental right. stupa. Whatever Everyone's, that word, stupa. It's a good word. I like that. I'm in a stupa. Except here, they'd spell it with an A on the end, not the stupa. Stupa, like stupa. Yeah. And we're going to talk about styles of popcorn mm-hmm. and the use in fundraisers and popcorn stores, stores yeah. which we don't really see. We don't yet. have any popcorn stores here. No. So there's the next center pure, you know, what, well, whenever the malls open up yeah. again and people could shop. Yeah, yeah. that would you be. You could good. open up the pop, what's that one? Sam's pop, was one. Or Popopolis. Yeah, like there's Metropolis, a hate, but Popopolis. And there's Popcorn Factory and a whole bunch of other ones. And we're going to mention some of the, they have got some swanky flavors of popcorn, not just your buttered popcorn or your mm. caramel popcorn. Yep. Um, so. Now on to fun facts. Fun facts. So shall I go or shall you go? Which uh, one? You got one or two? I'll do number one. Okay. okay. Because it's shorter. <laughs> and it's not proven. Oh, good. So don't blame me. So at the first Thanksgiving in 1621, an Indian name overregging back no <laughs> Quadiquina, maybe so or something like that. Yep. Brought an offering of popped corn. Oh, the Native Americans will bring popcorn snacks to the meetings with the English colonists in a token of goodwill. And then they passed around the pipe. That's <laughs> and then they got high. <laughs> well that's all. And then they ate more popcorn. That's the well, munchies. It's a sign of a good meeting, isn't it? Yep. We've never had a meeting like that, but anyway. <laughs> okay, fun fact two. 
Um, Some Native um, Indian tribes believed that contented spirits lived inside each popcorn kernel. When their houses were heated, the spirits would become angrier and angrier until the spirits would burst out of their homes and into the air in a disgruntled puff of steam. Wow, that's heavy. That is heavy. Wow, no wonder why they smoked that stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Now, we have found... I'm I'm surprised they didn't start rock music then, you know. You don't know. They could have. They They had that beat, you know. Do you know the Native Americans came up with aspirin and who's giving them credit for it? No. That's it. So there could be a whole bunch of things. Yeah. They all went to the Germans and bear aspirin. Bayer. Yeah. We used to say bear. We said bear. Yeah. But now, but the pronunciation is like buyer. I'm going to say it how I want. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) And now we have a um, World War II fact, which. Mm. Naturally come. I don't look for them. Yep. So Americans ate three times more popcorn than sugary snacks during World War II because there was a sugar shortage. Wow. There you go. No sugar, but eat popcorn. That's right. Okay. And then the presidential fact of the week is Andrew Johnson. Not to be confused with Andrew Jackson. No. He's on the $20. Okay. Johnson. <laughs> My name is Johnson. You could call me Fred, <laughs> but my name is Johnson. Remember that guy? <laughs> yes, I do. I don't even remember what show he was no, on. No, I don't. What's that on? Laughing? We'd have to be laughing. I'm thinking it's the laughing Flip Wilson era. Yeah. So Andrew Johnson <laughs> loved popcorn. So, you know, it's a pretty, you know, basic snack with a pretty sort of run-of-the-mill president. Yeah. All right. So we'll be back after this pop break. All right, we're we're back. We're back. We're popping back. All right. Right. So we'll start off with uh, first. Yes. So corn was domesticated about 10,000 years ago in what is now Mexico. So hello, North America. Yeah. Um, it's also been found in ancient uh, popcorn. Un- unpopped kernels have been mm. found in ancient graves as well. Um, they're, yeah, so there's fossil evidence from Peru. So it suggests that it was popped as early as 4700 B.C. In the, in the 17th century, I like this one. Uh, but the French, yeah. The early French explorers in the Great Lakes region reported that the Iroquois Indians popped popcorn in a pottery vessel with heated sand and used it to make popcorn soup, among other things. Wow, popcorn soup. Well, mm, It's I, like corn soup. It would be like corn <laughs> soup. Just... I mean, we got this corn. And, and the whole thing that came from popping, which I don't think is it's in here, but the common thing is there were certain varieties that the shells were just too hard. Right. So the kernels were too hard. Get okay, really stuck in your so, teeth. Yeah, yeah. So they couldn't really use it. So in heating it, they found that they could then use it. Okay. And so that's how the popcorn varieties happened. Um, and, and then the colonial housewives served popcorn with sugar and cream for breakfast. So that's the first puff cereal. So, I mean, I have, everybody goes back to Kellogg's being that he invented popcorn, uh, cold cereal. No. No. It's those colonial women that were yeah. trying to make the best of everything. Yeah, it goes back to their colonial furniture and Ethan Allen. <laughs> <laughs> Eat your popcorn cereal, Ethan. <laughs> well, mommy, I can't. I'm making a desk right now. <laughs> <sighs> okay. And so we digress. And the Depression changed the minds of theater owners as they began to view popcorn as a small luxury that patrons could afford. Unlike most treats, popcorn sales actually rose during the Depression. And the funny thing is, originally they were approached to have popcorn in the theaters itself, like we have now. Mm-hmm. And they said, no, we're not doing that because we have to put, expe- you know, ventilation systems and it'll stink. Who want it? It still stinks, it even still with does. the ventilation system. But systems. the guys out the front decided to sell them in little popcorn sort of trolleys yeah. and they were making a buck and they went, hang on. Yeah, <laughs> you're infringing upon our <laughs> sales. Here. Welcome to Festival Enterprises Cinema. Yeah. Uh, yes, so that is it. And it was also sold um, – so this is going back to the 1840s. This mm-hmm. is also th- sold throughout the United States under the names of Pearl or Nonpareil. It spreads th- through the South. By the 1840s, popcorn had started to gain a foothold in America. Yeah. So what's the history of Nonpareil or Nonpareil? I don't know. I, because that's chocolate. 
with the little white sprinkles on it. So it might be because it was a snack. It might be because it was mm. special that you had to make it. I don't know if they maybe they sold it in candy stores. I couldn't find anything further than that because oh. I did research then. Okay. But and, it was very special. Hmm. And now we get to our Vogue session, uh, Styles. Styles. Yeah. That's right. New style. And as we were talking before. Yeah, the most famous style of them all. <laughs> Jiffy, Jiffy Pop. Pop. Yeah. yeah, because it was like, it was great. It was a toy, like a toy that made yeah. something to eat. So it was a little. So Put the fire on, burn yourself. Yeah. And I saw a guy who found a way not to burn the ones on the bottom. I well, you're supposed to keep on shaking it. Well, over and then the he turns it as upside you're burning down. Your hand on yeah. the flame. So let's explain it. It's like a pipe, like a it's a, a pie lim- shell, aluminum pie plate, yeah. and then it's got popcorn and oil mm-hmm. in it, and has a handle on. And it. but the handle's like a hanger, like made out of a hanger. Yeah, it's so like, it gets hot with gets the hot with it, <laughs> and then you shake it yeah. over the top, and on top of that, it's got foil that's. that's you know, sort of swirled because mm. it expands and it ends up being like this big mm. ball yep. as you go. And you hear it popping and it's popping and it grows. My mom had hair as high as that at one <laughs> point. It, that was a jiffy pop hairdo. And so as you did it, then after you burnt your hands. Like Marge Simpson. <laughs> you ripped the top open and burned your fingers because yeah. all the steam would come out. Yeah. And then you had fantastic Popcorn. Popcorn. Mm. It was hot off the stove, and uh, it was great. And it's so fun, and it's still around. It's still around, but we can't bring it in, as we just say in my first rant. (laughs) It's been around since 1959, and there's still, like, recent YouTube videos on how not to burn it or using Jiffy Pop, and I'm really sad that we can't have it. Yeah. But there we go. How does it go on up there, you said? Oh, what he does is at the end when it stops popping, because you kind of hear one or two pops, mm. and that's when you go, okay, it's done. Yeah. Then he turns it upside down and shakes it a bit up there, so everything should fall off. All the all the kernels that got yeah, to the so top. Yeah, so they don't stick to the bottom yeah. as well, and then he pops it open. Oh. Although, the funny thing is, when he was doing it, he was like, yeah, see, it all works. Oh, wait, there's a couple up here, so maybe it's <laughs> not perfect. So and then after that... And then we came into the 1970s. And we had the microwave. Like the flat bottom pants and everything, you know? Yes, mm. I do remember. Oh, have you seen American Hustle yet? I don't think so. Oh, Phil. Oh. I've been telling him to watch this movie since episode one. Okay. I have. And so it takes place in the 70s. Mm-hmm. And this guy that sort of mobbed up brings a present. And it's a science oven. <laughs> science. The big giant oh, microwave. The mi- one the of the first microwaves. microwaves. The Amana... Uh, what was it called? It was made by Amana. Yeah, it, it was, yeah. And, but I don't know the name of it. And she ends up starting a fire because mm. I don't care if it doesn't say can't have. Me- if it says I can't have metal in it, I wanted to have metal in it. Well, you know how the microwave came about, right? NASA. No, no, no. The guy went for Litton Industries. Oh yes, yeah. yes. And uh, they were playing around with. Oh, well, I had to do with the military or NASA or whatever because yeah. he was playing around with, with radar. Yes. And with microwaves. So all of a sudden he realized that his Hershey bar in his pocket was melting <laughs> and he wasn't even on heat. Yeah. So, so, oh my God. Yeah. So, and that's how the radar range, that was the first one. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah. So that's, uh, so I want you that's to, how it came about. I want you to write down American Hustle because okay. I'm going to quiz you next week. Uh, but the microwave. So then we had, I think the first thing we had little microwave sort of plastic poppers that you could put in the microwave. Mm-hmm. And then oh, they melted too. Yeah, and <laughs> they did. Could. It was all it was all a crapshoot how it would work. <laughs> yeah. And then we got the bags, mm-hmm. and now we still have the bags, but the bags that have all the oil and yeah. all the carcinogens in it, but it makes it taste good. Yes. And so, how many people had smoke coming out of their microwave because they walked oh, away? Yeah. It says, "Don't walk away." Yeah, yeah, <laughs> and, and they, or they burn on the bottom, and then also you could get scalded pretty easily because oh, that yeah. oil gets really hot. And, I remember- There was so safety concerns. Well, you know, it was survival of the fittest. And look, we're all right. Yeah. But I remember one of the kids wanting to use one of the microwave bags, and they were here, and I made them stay on the phone until- (laughs) Because I was like, got to make sure it doesn't- As soon as you hear like pop, and then no pop for another three seconds, take it out. out. Yeah. Yeah. So that made it like a very- easy snack to have like mm. you know rather than a it was like you can do it after school there's some in the you know in the drawer yeah. just throw them in and um then they had here they have butter and extra butter there's the only flavors 
Well, At home, they have like kettle corn oh, yeah. and all that sort of stuff as well. Uh, now. Okay. Now, we keeping on the uh, theme of styles, we have popcorn grits. Now, the first time I saw this was on Australian MasterChef. Oh, really? And I was oh. watching it. I went, no way. Oh. Way. She made this. So what you do is you pop some popcorn mm-hmm. and you make it like you would with butter and salt, right? And then you soak it. In water? In water. Yeah. And then you kind of put it through a mill, like you push it through a sieve. Mm-hmm. And then it is grits. No, but grits are hard. Oh, like oh, like, like cooked, cooked grits. grits. It's like cooked grits. Well, because grits are corn. That's it. But it's just like, it seems like a hard way to go about it. Yeah. But, you know, maybe that, should I give those recipes when we're out of grits for a while? Going, if you pop some popcorn. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But no, that and I found that really interesting. No that, true southerner would not cook. <laughs> no, that is an abomination, sir. Yes. And oh, popcorn balls. Yeah. Did you have popcorn balls at Halloween in your neighborhood? No. no. I don't remember anything like that. No. People used to give them out, but I was never allowed to eat them unless my mother knew the people. So Phyllis, my God, Phyllis yeah. made popcorn balls. You can have that one. But yeah. not the other ones. We met, we, I remember like the Rice Krispie treats and all that, but not popcorn balls. No. Well, I mean, different part of the country. This, that's well, that's right. Well, there is a Nebraska legend about popcorn First balls. First time we mentioned Nebraska on this show. I well, wonder why. <laughs> <laughs> Let's not offend any of the corn huskers out there. Yeah. They made, oh, that's right. They did make that lotion for a while. I think they still yeah. make it. Corn huskers lotion. Yeah. We some of that. Yeah, is that from Nebraska too? Could be. Yeah. I don't know what else is from Nebraska and I'm sorry. <laughs> hey, hang on. Do you know my boss, my first mm-hmm. boss, mm-hmm. Paul Undenstock and his wife went to a Cornhuskers Sooners game and they got mar- They got engaged on a bet. Oh, he said, if, how the, romantic. <laughs> if the Sooners win, we're getting married. Yeah. And she's sure. And the Sooners won. And they're still married. And it must be like about 50 odd years now. Mm. Anyway, so this Nebraska legend, which I quite liked because it sounded like something my father would make up. <laughs> <laughs> so I will read this. There is a Nebraska legend that popcorn that the popcorn ball is actually a product of Nebraska weather. It supposedly invented itself during the year of the striped weather which came between the years of the big rain and the great heat, where the weather was both hot and rainy. See, that's where it sounds like Cloyce made it up there. Yeah. It's got the yeah. thing. There was a mile strip of scorching sunshine and then a mile strip of rain. On one farm, there were both kinds of weather. The sun shone on this cornfield and the corn began to pop. <laughs> While the rain washed the syrup out of the sugar cane, the field was on a hill on the cornfield was in a valley. So the syrup flowed down the hill into the popped corn and rolled it into great balls, some of them hundreds of feet high, and it looked like a big tennis balls at, at a distance. You never see any of them now because the grasshoppers ate it all up on on one day on July 21st, 1874. And that's what makes Nebraska great. <laughs> 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 they might have been smoking a peace pipe when someone came up with that story. Yeah, that's a long, yeah, that's a long bow to stretch. That's right. Oh, something more traditional. Cracker Jacks. Uh, yes. They even sing it in songs. They do. Baseball. Yeah, baseball and uh, g- give me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Right, and speaking of peanuts and Cracker Jacks, yes. those are always peanuts. And, and that was, to me, as a kid, that was the best yeah. part of the Cracker Jacks was the peanuts. Absolutely. Because they were like coated in whatever mm-hmm. they coated in. But there was like only three in a box. <laughs> yeah. Where are they? Yeah. Sometimes you get them down at the bottom because they yeah, broke they- off, but not always. Yeah. They didn't do a whole bunch of them. And it's really popular. People still get them from us. I'm wondering. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And in a traditional box, they do make them in bags now too, but that doesn't have the magic of the box yeah. and trying to rip that end off. Mm-hmm. And I wonder, they used to have really good prizes in them as used well. Used to. Yeah. Yes. It's much like the Christmas crackers here where, you know, yeah. it's a bit dodgy. But I wonder how many people got engaged. Oh, <laughs> you ain't going to find a diamond ring on the bottom of a Cracker Jack box. No. Who said that? <laughs> so that is a traditional. So Louis Ruckheim, 
came up with the first version of Cracker Jack, made from popcorn, penis, peanuts, allegedly, yeah. and molasses during the late 1800s. Now, Brendan was saying that there was a product here that's still here, Lolly Gobble Bliss Bombs, which is a candied popcorn as mm-hmm. well. It had a better uh, ratio of nuts in it, but that was more of a buttery flavor. So mm-hmm. that's still available here. And, you know, it, I do love the lore of that, you know, finding something special in a Cracker Jack's box. Yeah. So always have, now they only give you some little paper BS thing. And you can get that on a bazooka. Like, yeah. give me something that I know. A bazooka. It's a bazooka. Yes. So when I was a kid, I used to buy the bazooka and they, you save like 10 wrappers. Yes. You send them a quarter and they send you back something. So yes. So you always get... I, I used to love that. You know, that was like my first mail order thing as a kid, you know, getting all the bazooka wrappers and then sending them out to them and then coming back with yep. this prize. And you could send stamps or money. Yeah. That's right. Because it would take stamps as well. So if you had to send 25 cents, you could do 25 cents in stamps. Right. So now let's move on okay. to candy popcorn. So candy popcorn, now pretty much besides Lolly Gobble Bliss Bombs, mm. the the multicolored candy popcorn was the only candied popcorn or different popcorn I found here when I first got here. So, and they're kind of fruit flavored and still around. But at home at Country Fair Grounds, um, you could buy candied popcorn back in the 70s, you know, when people loved a little bit of artificial dye. Yeah. No one had a problem with it. Yeah. Oh, naturally pink. Yeah. That's, that's right. Um, so it was. Um, Packaged in a cone-shaped bag, hanging from the bunting and market stalls in the fairground. I do remember seeing it, I think at a circus, as well as the next product. Oh, yeah, with circus. Well, yeah, you'd always get that. Yeah. And you could buy a bag for a few cents, and you could. it was big enough that you could eat it all day if you wanted to. But now, the next one. Is the pink popcorn brick. Right. Now, I didn't <laughs> understand why no one else knew this. I was talking to Jennifer, who, by the way, Jennifer came up with this idea for popcorn. So thank you very much, Jennifer. Um, I said when I was a kid, there was a brick of popcorn. It was bright pink, and it tasted stale on purpose because God knows when it was made. Mm-hmm. And you could only get it, like, at the zoo or at, you know, a circus. My mom would never let me have it, but my dad would buy it for me. And she's like, no, I've never seen that. And when I looked it up. It's because it's from the Bay Area. Ah, it, because it's only in the Bay Area. That, and so after they didn't feed it to you, then they gave it to the animals. <laughs> well, yeah. that was the thing. You kind of ate a bit yourself and then threw the rest at the animals. And then they probably had digestion issues after that. But it was the Wright Popcorn and Nut Company. And it only went out of business, I think, in 15, 2015. Has been, they made packages of pre-popped kernels dyed fluorescent pink. Since 1940. And how couldn't they survive, especially in this era? You know. Well, that's sort of what happened. And high in red dye and corn syrup, it was uh, the symbolic trait of the Bay Area and sold in places like the San Francisco Zoo, like I said. And finding this delicacy has been just as tough as finding Necco wafers and Hydrox cookies. Well, Necco wafers went out of business. And now they're back. They're back, and we have them. I know. I'm so excited. I listening to this. But you know what Necco means? Oh, I did once. You no. tell me. No. It's New England Candy Company. That's it. Yeah. Actually, Jennifer gave me her pack of Necco wafers. because yeah. And Hydrox is just another Oreo. Oreo. That's yeah, right. made by a different company. Um, Probably Keebler, I think. Yeah. Pro- yes, that sounds about right. But I loved that popcorn. And, this, and the sad story I read about it was that, you know, this guy's mother was looking, this guy's mother, who's my age, yeah. was looking for it for her grandchildren because you can't, they have to have it. Yeah, it's they like, still make it, but no, well, the quantities. Well, this is the the brick. They don't make it oh, anymore. The brick. And he said when he finally – although I found someone selling some old ones on eBay. Yeah. They probably taste just the same. <laughs> anyway. Break um, your teeth, you know. Yeah, right. so it's sort of uh, – I think the Gen X were the last group that uh, really had the uh, growing up with it. Mm. Anyway, so we'll move on to – Caramel corn or caramel. I say caramel. I'm not going to say caramel. Over here, you get, oh, who, caramel? Uh, no, you mean caramel? Uh, oh, it's caramel. Okay? It's caramel corn. Yeah. <laughs> Go away. It just, I know. Anyway. There's a few things I'm not giving up, Phil, and that's one of them. Yeah. So this guy comes back into this. Louis Rickenheim. Is that yep. the same guy from the- Yep. Oh, so he's back. He's back. And guess what else is back? The World, World Fair. World Fair. <laughs> 
So that goes back to 1893, mm-hmm. uh, so where he started selling it uh, there at the Chicago World's Fair. I yep. think Chicago is like the hometown of popcorn in America. It is. It all comes out of Chicago. It is. And we've got another stall coming up with that. And mm-hmm. they have the largest amount of popcorn stores, I think, yeah. per capita as but well. But it says that the molasses was too sticky for customers to enjoy. The brothers returned and tweaked it up to uh, come up with a drier, crisper recipe. And therefore, how we came up with caramel corn. It is. And it's good. And you can, you know, when you walk into the mall, mm. At home, you can smell the caramel corn, yeah, and you you can smell yeah. that and hot dogs. So and it's they, like, you and know. they make all those candy apples uh, too. You know, yes. they got them all. Who knows how long they stay? How long does they suppose an apple stays fresh? I guess when you coat it, it maybe extends the life for about six, seven. Who years. eats the apple though? Don't you just <laughs> rip off the caramel or car off the outside? I can never get the candied ones because mom was afraid I was gonna. All right, but you need a right. hammer with some of those. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and then you know, poppycock. Mm-hmm. That um, so it's a candied popcorn. The original mixture consists of clusters of popcorns and popcorn, almond, and pecans covered in a glaze. Other um, combinations included cashews, chocolate, and pecans. All sounds really good. It was, and then the. We saw it when Costco first opened here. Yeah. So we had to go into the city to Docklands and we saw Poppycock and mm. our family. I would meet Brendan because he worked up that end. So we'd go into Costco. He'd walk over and we bought one of those big cans of Poppycock. Yeah. And we ate the entire thing before we got home, <laughs> the four of us. And they were also busting to get in the house because we uh, decided to get the free refills because, you know, that was free. <laughs> And everyone's like, quick, I'm getting in the door first. But poppycock, and that's like one of the things we'll talk about in a second as well. You're going to someone's house at Christmas. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, you oh, bring something. The, yeah. oh, well, you can bring that. Oh, well, yes, stringing that. Stringing your, your, the decoration. I've never done it, but I've seen it on I TV. Do. I do it. Yeah. And then I have, then I bought artificial popcorn and cranberries. So I don't have oh. to sit there with a thread oh, and needle. Oh. That's on mine. But I guess, you know, so that'd be pretty good because after it's on the tree for, you know, a month or three weeks, or whatever you have the tree up, then you can put it outside and the birds will eat it. Well, that's true. See? So it's recyclable. You should do that this year. Then they poop all over your furniture. <laughs> yeah. You could just hang it outside and the cookies could all come and try it. Yep. At least it'd be white poop because <laughs> I remember in California, I think Jeanette told you a story, our neighbor next door was complaining to us right. because the birds, we had olive trees in the backyard. Right. And the birds will eat the ripe olives when they go from green to black. And then go over to her yard to do their business. <laughs> and she had, oh, what are, I can't control the birds. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Uh, <laughs> I'll just stop growing olives. That's mm. it. Now, you, the next one, as we were talking it's about. Chicago. Chicago yes. style. Yeah. So, Chicago, that's pretty weird. And, well, they're from Chicago. Uh, <laughs> so, they were doing the cheese flavored mm. with the... With the caramel flavor and mix yeah. it together. And so, I mean, over here, uh, it's hard for us. It seems like every time we try to get that type of flavor, we we can't get it, you know, yeah. and it comes and goes. But I'm just thinking about it. So if you buy caramel corn here. Yes. And then get a bag of Cheetos. Oh, And yes. mix them together. That is puffed corn. And then if you want to do a Norman on it. Yes. Mixing some of those soft dinner mints oh. into that oh. mixture too. Oh, that's. That we we should yeah. do that. I think that's that will be our own. Oh, that'd be a really good creation. Well, we should because try that. you think of the flavor combination of the mint cleaning out the sweetness and the cheesiness, and then putting it all in your mouth, and then like you're fighting, you know, sweet, cheesy, minty. Ah, ah, ah. We need to get the butter mints. The yeah, little, the little soft yes, butter mints. Those, yes, yes. The okay. little dinner mints, the soft ones. Well, I See, have That's it. what Norman used to put into the planter's roasted peanuts oh, and mix them together. What a genius. And we used to say, like, how you – oh, that's good. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and that's how these things are born. Yes. So, uh, the, the so Rachel, are you listening? Because I'm talking about your dad, and we're not playing that song. <laughs> <laughs> we can. <laughs> okay. Oops, so – so now you got to go out and get those cinnamons and get the planters roasted peanuts, the old style ones. Yep. Mix them together and enjoy it. <laughs> think, and of you dad. Can think of your dad. Now, 
that sounds magnificent. But I know someone that does order things, and his name is Phil. Hmm. Can we get some Buttermints? Well, we get those- um, Get the Andes now. We get the Andes, and we get the- uh, uh, The puffed ones. The bluebirds. Yeah. Aren't the- they, they're soft. That's yeah. big. That's all. So that's all. We okay. just need to crush them down a bit. Well, okay. We have to have an experiment at yeah. work next week mm-hmm. with flavor styles. How about putting that on pizza? <laughs> okay. Now you're taking it too far. <laughs> too far. All right. It's now, like putting pineapple to, on pizza. to go. <laughs> do you know what's funny? Ainsley at the moment likes ham and cheese pizza, but do you know what we have to order? Can we have a Hawaiian with no pineapple, please? <laughs> because <laughs> if you go ham and cheese, you no, go like five pineapple. Easy pizzas. That's- <laughs> Michael. Anyway, so the Chicago style was founded, just so we know, 1949, and the owner of Garrett's Popcorn Shop would see them getting a bag of caramel and a bag of cheese and then mixing it together, and then he thought, Hmm. hey, let's do it. And there you go. Two snacks. Two snacks and one. (laughs) That's right. The Chicago style popcorn. I think Garrett's still around. Yes. Yes. Well, as far as my my research, it was. So to recap mm-hmm. our styles. What we just talked about. Yes. So that's got, another word for recap, right? Yeah, that's right. Just to refresh your memory. That is correct. Or we can revisit. Okay. Yes. So we've got Jiffy Pop, Microwave. Popcorn grits. Popcorn balls. Cracker Jacks. Candy popcorn. Pink brick. Caramel corn. Poppycock. And Chicago style. style. Okay, let's move on to fundraisers. Yes, because I felt really ripped off when I first, when my kids were in school here, and Mm. I'm sorry to the Australian public, but our fundraisers in the US are a lot more fun because here it's just, you know, the frogs. Freddy frogs. Freddy frogs and caramel koalas Mm -hmm. and all that. But at home, they do popcorn, which we'll talk about. So so popcorn, um, wrapping paper, cookie dough. Um, heaps of things are fundraisers, and so people all fill in the forms. I missed all that because we only had world famous chocolate and world famous chocolate. <laughs> yes, so but popcorns because popcorn because it will last. Well, you know, so on pop popcorn. Oh, no. pop. so caramel corn or different okay. flavors, mm-hmm. and you can get in different containers. So people will take orders for it and then receive it, which is you know quite handy. And people do it for schools, for band camp, for trips, um, charities, and I. Even before I left around my old work, you know, there'd be forms going out for Girl Scout cookies or whatever, but the school things were often different popcorn flavors. Mm. And so it is an American tradition like the Girl Scout cookies as well. Oh, before my time. Ah, well, I know. And then I've missed a whole generation of stuff as well. Yeah. So now we move on to stores. So we're going to talk about some stores that you find in like the American malls. Oh, yeah. And, you, and I think the, Late seventies, early eighties, it started yeah. sort of happening, and you can smell them. They usually because they have caramel going, mm-hmm. but they would have big bins of yeah, and that, yeah, and they do all different flavors. You can buy jalapeno and yeah. So like uh, some of the ones we have here, so like mint chip, mm-hmm. um, yeah, nacho, jalapeno. I remember seeing like candy apple. So you skip in the line here. You well, know we can. We're going to blend these We're together. We're going to blend. The flavors, That's right. Yeah. Much like the Chicago style popcorn, mm-hmm. we're blending. Yep. Um, now, the new one I saw was Texas toast. Ooh. So buttery and toasty. Yeah. They must put little bits of croutons or something yeah. in it. I don't well, know. Well, I know that people put uh, ranch dressing on theirs. Yes. That's really good. Just the ranch powder, like mm. in, when you're doing it instead of salt, is good as well. But you would get these and really heavily candied, so like popcorn, and it's drizzled with white chocolate and um, oh yeah, you know, then it comes strawberry out. powder, and yeah, then it's no longer popcorn. Well, yeah. you know, it just depends. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I guess any flavor that you want to flavor your popcorn that you like, if it's in powder form, it's easy. You just powder it on, yeah. You know, and it's liquid. You just probably mix it with your butter. And then drizzle it on yes. or spray it if you got a little yep. spray thing. Yeah, I thought about the Italian flavored one. Oh, yes. Pesto. pesto. Oh, that pesto would be great. Yes. Yeah, so I'm sure they have like a. Yeah, well, you do. they do Parmesan flavored stuff, uh, so yeah. a little bit of, you well, know. And it was an alternative to like getting ice cream. You can mm-hmm. go let, you know, we'll go into the popcorn store and get a little. There was one across from. You still have to have ice cream after popcorn. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, you know. Well, I'm glad you understand how my family works. Mm-hmm. But there was a place in um, Quail Lakes that mom will know, or Venetian Bridges, and there was this popcorn shop that was right across from the Olympia place. <laughs> so you could have your Filipino food yeah. and then go have some popcorn afterward. 
Yeah, balloon popcorn. <laughs> now that's not a good thing. And these pop. Maybe, you know. Mm, that's sort of. I'm, now I'm grossed out. There's an image I can't get into my head. Now, uh, also, we. Oh, I like this one here salted caramel bourbon. Yeah, now that's my kind of popcorn. Just drizzle our bourbon <laughs> on it. Do you there. notice since we've stopped doing our Nat Nosh, we're talking a lot less about cocktails, which oh, I find sad. It's, it is depre- That's we what we to- started talking about, the depression, yeah. Yeah, it is, it is the suppression, depression. There you go. But the popcorn stores are still in abundance mm-hmm. and really big online, which is everything is good online at yeah. the moment, but they do things I saw these big tins. I was looking when I was oh. looking at it. So it was happy birthday and thank you, but they also have sympathy. Oh. <laughs> Here's a bunch of caramel popcorn. Yeah. Sorry about grandpa. Yeah. Like, <laughs> but I suppose if someone has everything. Yeah. But, you know, those, that's one of the gifts that the container costs more than the, than the yes, contents. That's exactly right. Yeah. Five uh, cents worth of popcorn. We could get a lot of corn, corn kernels for a nickel. Until you're already getting three peanuts in your cracker jack. Yeah, that's uh, right. But that's been forever. And you, yeah. and you can even be part of the Popcorn of the Month Club. Oh, so you get a different flavor of popcorn every month. Yeah. How good is that? Oh. Like the Jelly of the Month Club. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we don't, we have, I think you need to, there's a quote here from one of our oh, famous popcorn yes. makers. Over Redenbacher. That's right. And yeah. he was a real person. He was too. <laughs> although Brendan refuses to believe it. Yeah. So he said that every once in a while, somebody would mail him a single popcorn kernel that didn't pop. <laughs> and I'll get out a fresh kernel, tape it to a piece of paper, and mail it back to them. <laughs> That's like something I would do. Yeah, here's, here's, here's a replacement. Okay. So here's your one piece of it. Yeah. That's what I thought of when I read that. I was yeah. like, I could see Phil doing that. Take that, smart yeah. Alec. Yeah, and send me back my uh, 25 cents for the stamp. How much is a stamp now anyway? (laughs) Well, that is sort of wrapping up our good memories. But I do know the last time Hmm. I walked in, because we've said this before, you had the good mall and the bad mall at home, and then they've now reversed. So the bad mall is now the good mall. right? But both malls, you walk in, and I can the minute I smell that popcorn, I know I'm home. See, it's not, you know, I remember what we didn't have, that many malls in New York at the time. Yeah. The only place I remember going with my dad was to Sears. Oh, yes. And it smelled like tools. <laughs> <laughs> but they did have a little nut counter that served hot nuts in Sears. Yes. And that was good because we stopped by there all the time, get some hot nuts on the way home. But, you know, buying a washing machine, a screwdriver, you always went to Sears. That's right. And actually, Sears was in our formerly bad mall, now good mall, and the popcorn shop was right next to it. Uh, See? There we go. There's no more Sears. So just about on <laughs> the... Okay, now we're going to wrap this up and we'll come back with the Ripper Recipe Roundup and a few other things. <laughs> Candy lips and honey hips make me want to cry. Love is fine, but so is swine. Just don't make me choose. Cause understand, I'm still a man with the pork fat baby back balloons. Okay, we're back, Barbara. Yes, we are. So if you want to come down and see us, you can come down to um, 73 Cochran's Road, Moorabbin. And we are open Monday to Thursday, 10 to 5, Friday, 10 to 6, Saturday, 10 to 5, and Sunday, 11 to 5. And when you're at the store, you can find our popcorn that we yeah, have there. So we have a new one called uh, Munch a Bunch. Yes, which I remember from growing up mm-hmm. so, so munch- first time first time in the store yes munch a bunch and also another brand is coney allen yes so, so we've got kettle corn and cheesy corn yeah there's a bunch of yeah, there's, there's about bunch six of different, different varieties of the coney allen brand it's really nice packaging too as a scene of coney allen yeah and it's yeah. right where the chips are so have a look mm-hmm. and you will not regret it i have gone through a few bags myself unfortunately yep. And then also uh, a reminder that if you like us and you want to talk to us or communicate, just go to podcast at usafoods.com.au. Now we'll go on to listener mail. Well, I've got a little bit because I was talking um, over crisp to um, a customer named Wendy and we were going back and forth a few things and she's had a delayed package. So we 
brief, we found it. On it goes. So please, by the way, everyone, I know New South Wales hard lockdown is new to you, but we went through this last year. Okay. Australia Post and all the couriers are really delayed. Yeah. So it doesn't mean they've lost anything. It just means they're going to take a little bit more time to get well, to you. The Post had to close down because yeah. they had too much. Yeah, that's right. So um, anyway, but Wendy, so we're back and forth. Everything's fine. She's lovely. And at the end, she goes, love the podcast. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so nice that you listen to us. And then I was helping another customer, um, Kathleen. And she said, oh, Melbourne, you know, you're going through it at the moment. And I said, yes. And we even had an earthquake the other day. And she said, I saw that. Yeah. And I said, I called my mom in California and I told her all those earthquake drills didn't get away. So she goes, where are you from? Yeah. And I said, oh, where I told her, you know, I'm from Stockton. She goes, oh, I lived in San Francisco for 20. I lived, she lived in Pleasanton, actually. Yeah. And then I went, Pleasanton, I spent my youth in your mall, which was Stone Ridge. And she goes, I would kill for Nordstrom's. And I was like, <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> so I, so often I'm the person, there's several people that answered your messages and often I'm the person. Mm. And it was so nice to meet a few new friends who I, I said, you should give us a listen because you'll definitely get all my Californian references. <laughs> It'll be nice. We've got a lot of New Yorkers out there. And um, yeah. Wish they all could be <laughs> That's us. That is Kathleen and myself. Now, um, we had some feedback from Leslie and my mother. Yeah. Now. My so rest, so this is from my mother. She said, um, "Your grandfather would only eat my mother's spaghetti and garlic bread at the PTA fundraiser spaghetti potlucks." So can you imagine a potluck where it's all different spaghettis? But anyway, it's California; it's not yeah. Italian. Um, that was very popular. That were very popular when I was growing up. I rarely eat the food at our church potlucks. Guess I got that from Dad. <laughs> you did to stay away. Or the toilet, or the toilet strawberry <laughs> yes. story from the other week. Um, she said, "Now I think you guys covered it well, but I just want to add my two cents um, that I have been uh, witness to how much good, or even even if temporary, that potlucks can be to bring people together that normally wouldn't mix." Mm -hmm. So that's true. Um, we had a director that loved our potluck so much, and he was a great baker, that for his retirement, we chose as one of his gifts a cookbook of uh, our popular potluck recipes. We also had a commander that always managed to find his way down from his office to join us. We did barbecue and cooked fresh lumpia. Good times. We had some very good cooks in our area. The cleanup was not so much fun, but totally worth it. That's why I put everything in paper plates in a big That's bag exactly and throw it all right. in. Yeah. And um, but the potluck is like, if you like going to a buffet, you know, potluck is like where you want to go. It's the same thing. And yeah. you know, kind of know. And there was, Leslie said she had someone that she worked with once that said they were bringing a beverage. So what they brought was a bag of lemons and a half a bag of sugar and said someone can squeeze that and make lemonade. Oh. <laughs> Did anybody worked at that uh, at a hot dog and a stick. Yeah, hot dog and a stick and got the hat so you can make the lemonade. Yeah, we'll give you the little plunger. Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Well, we don't have the the exact plunger, but we've got one in the toilet. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and Megan, I did get your pictures. So she sent some pictures mm -hmm. of um some lovely gelatinous things, which I will show you. Okay. <laughs> I'll show you later. But I meant to to tell her last week that we did see them, and I do appreciate that. And I think that is all for my feedback this week. Yeah. So there you go. Okay. So moving on. So we got to get to the Ripper Recipe Roundup. Oh yes. Okay. So these are just things that we pick out from the seven national holidays coming up for this week. That's right. So you have their National Angel Food Cake. Day. Now, I adore angel food cake. We sell angel food cake mix. It's mm -hmm. very popular. And, you know, the grocery stores at home, it's just, you can just pick them up. Yeah. They're there. So often, like we want. They're already made. They're already made with a styrofoam cup in the middle. Yeah, to keep it. Yeah, because to, to use the bunt thing. Mm -hmm. Anyway, the best way is to dress it. That's what I was going to say because mm -hmm. they are my favorite. Uh, used to be what I'd ask for for a birthday cake. So, I, a lot of people put glaze on top of it. Yeah. I like to make like a, a blueberry or raspberry or strawberry sort of compote or coulis. Mm. Actually, I made that. Yeah. That blueberry one this week. That was really good. And that was a 
uh, gluten free. No, no, was it it was it wasn't gluten free, but it was vegan. Vegan. So yeah. I made a vegan cake for my daughter's birthday. Mm-hmm. So I got one punnet of blueberries, and I cooked that with a half a cup of sugar and some water. I just sort of covered them a bit, and I cooked that for. 20 minutes, and then I put another pun into blueberries and cooked that for about another 10. So you had two consistencies, and it got syrupy. So that would be perfect to go on top of that as well. Um, And cream cheese frosting I've seen people do. It's pretty hard because it's so soft and squishy. But all the frosting's in a can. You know what you can do? You can microwave them. Make oh, a glaze make, oh, out of a wow! There's a helpful hint by Heloise. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. That's right. So you can do that with any of them, and um, some people cut them through the middle. I like serving it on the side. So here's your here's your angel food cake, and here's mm-hmm. some strawberries to go with it, and that sort of thing. Whipped cream is another one. I think my grandmother used to frost it in whipped cream because yep. it's just nice and simple. So there's my two cents. Okay, there's your two cents now. If you haven't caught on, but we're going to give you now a recipe from each of us every week. That's it. So this is like a new feature part of our ripping ripper uh, recipe roundup. And we're going <laughs> to- Who thought of this? Not Brendan. me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Not anyone that has to say it. That's right. Yeah. So he's, he's texting me last night. says, are you ready for your ripper recipe? What are you- R-R-R- what are you talking about? You said I'm confused or something. Yeah, yeah. I'm so confused, <laughs> Mr. Carter. Really? Yeah. No comprehendo. Yeah, no comprehendo. Right. So anyways, then I realized when I went back to it, and I wasn't even drinking, and I, and I said, let me go. You should to, have been. That was the problem. Try to figure out what is he talking about. Then I realized, oh, here's all the things on the uh, the seven-day Adventist list. And he goes – What's the recipe thing called? Like, to see if I remember it. I yeah. said some stupid, like, recipe roundup, something, ripper yeah. recipe roundup. So I had to pick one out of there. So I picked up one that's familiar to me. Yes. And that's pretty easy to do. It's pulled pork. And you brought that in, and it's amazing. Yes. Now, pulled pork is, I think everybody's scared of it. Yes, oh, I agree. Oh, how I'm going to make pulled pork. Well, I tell you one thing. Pulled pork is one of the recipes that... You cannot overcook. You could undercook it, yep. but you can't. It's hard to ruin. Mm-hmm. Okay, as long as you got patience, you can't ruin it. All right. Yep. So you need a slow cooker or a Dutch oven at yep. a low temperature. Something you could put on. Forget about. Oh yeah, I forgot about. Oh gee, I put down on this morning and it's. I'm ready to go to bed. Oh, I forgot about. It's perfect. Okay. <laughs> so it's something you don't want to rush to, but when you go do it. Simple thing is you got to go to the meat market, get yourself a piece of pork. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, being a New Yorker, I don't buy anything unless it's on sale. So look for the <laughs> cheapest piece of pork you can get, like in a big piece. Yes. Like, it could be a shoulder. could be a part of a hind. It could be a butt. It could be a pork neck. Yep. Whatever. Okay. They're all good to make pulled pork. So when you get it home, first thing you do is trim it a bit because sometimes you get Pieces are fatty. Yep. Okay. It doesn't mean if it's bone or boneless. If you want to do less work, get without a bone. But once you cook it, it all comes off the bone very easily. Mm. Maybe I get your hands messed up. All right. So simply do that. Put your, uh, on your stovetop. If you go to do in a Dutch oven, heat that up, put some olive oil in there or, or whatever. Or mm-hmm. if you don't like olive oil, put butter or margarine in. Okay. And then season your meat. So cut it up into big chunks. Okay. If you can, unless it's in a bone, but then you could just slice through it and keep it in a bone, but you know, in the big chunks. So you get more flavor through it. And then put your favorite rub on it. So if you want to do more like a, a Midwestern one, use a brisket rub, a sweet rub, a hickory rub, rub that into it, and yep. then sear it off into the olive oil just to brown it off. And you could do that with salt and pepper. You could do that with just garlic, you know. You could do that if you want to do Mexican, do some cilantro to rub into it, or what they hear they call coriander, yes. some salt and pepper, you know. So whatever flavor you like, put into mm-hmm. your meat, okay? Sear it off, and then you put it into your slow cooker, or you're still in your Dutch oven there, yep. and you got to put liquid in. So what get, do you use? So if you want to get fancy, you could put some white wine in there. Nice. Okay, and, and use that, or you could put... Chicken broth, beef broth, vegetable broth, whatever broth you got in the closet. Okay. okay. And then fill it up to maybe four inches high, just where it's halfway covering the meat yep. or so. Put a lid on it that it's tight. 
And if you're doing the Dutch oven, into the oven, low temperature, like, you know, 140, 160. Mm-hmm. Or into get that old crock pot out, okay, and sit in the crock pot, put it on, you know, put it on high to get it way up until it gets, you know, for an hour. And then put yep. it on to low or medium and just let it sit there. Don't bother with just it. Just walk away. Just walk away, Renee. Okay. <laughs> and then- then it's done, you know, after, you know, four or five hours when you'll know it's done when you can stick a fork and it just pulls away. Yep. Okay, simple as that. And it's done. So then drain, take the meat out of it. Yep. You could use that broth for, uh, you'll use that broth because there's a lot of flavor in it. Yep. Pull your meat apart just with some forks or whatever or your hands, if, if, but be careful if it's still hot because yes. you'll burn your hands. Okay. Just pull it all. Very simple as that. Put it in a bowl. If it's too dry, use some of that broth. Put it in there, Perfect. but you still want to keep that broth around because it's, again, it's a lot of flavor. So, and then if you refrigerate it, you could heat it up easily. It's also good, like just in a hot skillet the yep. next day. So you want to heat it up, just heat up a hot skillet, stick it in there, like uh, almost yeah. like frying it up and then make your sandwich with good coleslaw. You know, if you want to get more Mexican, you use like a, a salsa verde. Oh, nice. You know, and so, and put some lime juice over it. Yeah, Bob's your uncle. Whatever you like to do, you could. You, if you don't want it that way, put barbecue sauce on it. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. Put so mustard can... on it. Whatever you like. That's the nice thing about pulled pork. It's whatever you want. Oh, that's and beautiful. it's so simple. Don't be scared of it. Okay. Okay. Because you can't ruin it. Do you know I've never made it? Because you're scared. I am scared. I can see. I'm going to go out. I'm scared. I'm so scared. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go out so just look and I'm going to buy a hunk of pork to, this Yeah, week. because it's it's like buying a pot roast. Pot yeah. roast is the same thing. Buy the, you, you know, it's going to be the cheapest piece of meat because yep. cheap, cheap meat, it's tough. It's only tough when you don't cook it a lot. That's right. You know, like even ribs. You yeah, know? that's true. Ribs, if you don't cook it a lot, yeah, you can't eat it. I yeah. really like the whole house smelling good all yeah. day. And I will, love that. That will do it. Yeah. And then if you want to convert that to make a soup, so you put more of the stock into it, yep. maybe cover it with stock, cook it for a long period of time. But then I put in my magic into it. I put some uh, to thicken it up. Yes. I put barley. Oh, yes, you do. Yes. So Phil makes the world's best soup, yes. and I'm a very lucky recipient yes. of so it. So barley, some carrots, and also lentils. I use uh, the red ones, the yes. red lentils. I put that into it to, as a thickener, and it's healthy for you, and you don't even see it in there once it cooks. No. And so you want to get your, your lane jeans and all that, so there you go. I think you mean legumes. Legumes. That's it. Oh, it's the New York accent. Well, yeah, no, I know. That's okay. Yeah. I told you we to We got a problem you. with- Jews and Jews and uh, Jew, not Jews people, no Jews, <laughs> or Jeez. That's what Jeez. I meant to say. Jeez, I feel like Biden here for a minute. Yeah. <laughs> okay, pal. <laughs> <laughs> oh God. Oh, yeah, Pally. <laughs> my 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 little friend from Den. Oh, he's not that little. Yeah, from down under. That's okay. We can't remember his name yeah. either. Now. <laughs> Well, we're going to now. I, I'm going to try that. I will get back to you next week. Okay. I think there's, a, you know, a game. But now we get into summertime. It's not really good soup time, but it's good pulled pork time. Yeah. So you can make sandwiches and yeah. things. And do we have any meat, Mitch, back in stock yet? Yeah. It just okay. came in. We got lots of meat, Mitch. <gasps> Beautiful. And we I got will... also the uh, Zach's rubs. Yep. I might just top up when I go in, mm-hmm. and then that might be what we're doing Saturday. Yeah. I so think. if you use the Zach rubs, I would do the, more the barbecue style. Yep. I'll do that. Yeah. That stuff's amazing. But still need that coleslaw too. Good coleslaw on top of the sandwiches is uh, like the topper. Okay. All right. I've got my shopping list ready. Now, what we will do is we're going to talk about, we've got a couple, we've got a new segment next week, Mm. a product profile, which we've just almost done now. Yeah. But that makes sense. So what we're going to do is talk about something that we have in the store, but something you know, how to use it with something that maybe we've talked about or something new that we've discovered or something. Well, something we've been using. Like I got a lot of products in the store, especially the ones that first brought in. That, uh, they go back to my childhood. Mm. You know, and I got so many different recipes just for a, some few, one of them in particular. And I won't say it now because it'd be a surprise. Okay. Well, I want the yeah. surprise. But so we're going to be talking about that. And next week, we're going to talk about our favorite chain restaurants. So we, I do miss those. Yeah. 
Yeah, we, we did mention it last week about, you know, we don't have those middle of the rows, yep. the Applebee's and all that. And I'm watching yeah. the, you know, the football games and they have all the American commercials on. Applebee's is one of them, you know, and it's the place to go, you know, to meet up and have a drink. Yeah, and, and you, you know, have a drink and a plate of appetizers and yeah. all that sort of thing. So mm. culturally, we sort of miss that section yeah. here. It tends to be fancy when people go out and drink here. Yeah. Or, or, or it's go, Doritos. Yeah, you know, or they go of, to a you know to a pub. Yeah, but it's a different atmosphere to a pub than a chain restaurant. Absolutely. Yeah. So we're going to talk about a few of our first of all, favorites. a pub has a cook. Yes, <laughs> yeah. that's right. Chain restaurant. Yeah. has some people. Uh, how do you open this up to cook this? <laughs> yeah, you know, I, okay, Pour we it. put it in a microwave. Yeah, and then then we put it on a platter and we yes. serve it like the picture says. But it's <laughs> consistent mediocrity, and that's yeah. what we're looking for sometimes. Yes. <laughs> that's it. Okay, now we have. A sign-off from mm. Dimitri Martin. When I first glanced at it, I thought it was Dean Martin. I did too. Yeah. That's funny how we make it. Everybody. Somebody. <laughs> Popcorn <laughs> is one of the only situations in which you eat the result of an explosion. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'll go to the couch. Okay. That is it. All right. Till next week. See y'all later. Yep. <laughs>